Welcome back to another episode of the Super Nintendo Bros Podcast, where uh, we hope that the recording doesn't shut off during recording, because that would suck. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Roger, and as always, I am joined by the official party bus of the Super Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe, Russ Bus. As always. As always. And uh, as not always, Michael's going to check before he leaves to make sure that the recording didn't already shut off or something stupid like that. Fingers, in which case, fingers crossed. Uh, in which case, if the recording does shut off and this episode doesn't release, I would like to apologize to the listeners. Um, no, I'm not going to apologize to them. No? If they don't hear this, so what's their apologize for? What's the whole point? If they, they don't, they, they're if not going to hear this it, apology. If they don't hear it, we can literally say whatever we want with the listeners. You know, we could always release a apology card like so many game devs nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're so sorry that we delayed the release of Super Nintendo Bros. by two weeks because the uh, recording shut out mid-recording. We'll make... I, I would put it out on Twitter, but you know. Whoops. Yeah. Well, that, the 13 Paltries account could do that for you. This is true. We'll make up a nice little apology. I'll put a logo on make the sure bottom. To, make sure to tag you, too. I'll sign my signature. You can sign it, too, because you're the co-host. And then, well, I, I don't know. I mean, if your name's on there, is the is the 13 Paltries account just going to get banned, too? You know what? This is true. The 13 Paltries account could just say Roger. Put, put the tweet that says Roger and R. nothing else. R. R. Just a letter R. R, R. R and R. <laughs> and they're like, hmm, we know what that's about. Band. Yeah. So I guess we need to move to Instagram. <laughs> threads. It's time for threads. I'm not, you know, I've been tempted with threads, but until Wario 64 is on threads, what's the point? Wario 64 is on threads. Well then. Well then. Until the uh, sports teams and reporters I follow are <laughs> on, on threads. Well. I mean, alternatively, you could just uh, do, do the old fuddy-duddy thing like I do and just use RSS for most of your information. That sounds like a lot of work. It doesn't. Or once once it's set up, it's... Or I could make another Twitter and then inevitably get and, banned when I post something. And, and hear me out. You could actually have it so that you're using an RSS reader. And when you have something red, you mark it as red. So that way you don't fucking see it again. And you only see new stuff all the time. Hmm. Instead of having to constantly scroll through, through your feed and figure out where was I last. and That's true. Yeah. It's like when you're scrolling through Facebook. Organized like, I've through, seen this post. I've seen this post. Organized through categories. Like, it's great. And then like when you're scrolling through Facebook, you see like one post by a person you know and then the next six or seven posts are like stupid like Facebook Reels or Facebook Watch or ads and shit like that. Less, less ads too. Yeah. I'm, uh, Feedly. Oh, that's what I'm using. Like, who are these people? I just don't... I don't know. This is why Michael and Daniel are deleting their social medias. Uh, I don't want to be theatrical or anything like that and these sites increasingly want you to have an account just to look at basic things like a menu yeah. for, for a restaurant. So Or like how you have to pay for Twitter verification or to use uh, two. That is not true. I am using it. Don't don't use it for uh, SMS two factor. That's insecure, anyways. Fair. Damn it. Use use Authy. Authy. Great app. Okay. Yeah. S I have like I have like fifty accounts that are using two factor authentication through Authy. I I, I have this. I mean, I, I sit here and talk with this as if I'm going to be able to get back on Twitter, anyways. Maybe. Uh, I mean, never say never. Is Twitter like? Is it a Nintendo? product is the nintendo fun twitter not that i know of well then why are we talking about twitter still good point yeah because this is a nintendo podcast this is not a twitter podcast fuck you elon so yeah so let's talk about the games we play which are not necessarily nintendo either uh i gotta be honest i gotta be real honest i have not turned on my switch in about two weeks uh i mean i played a, a little bit of sonic from i mean we were talking about that last time sonic frontiers or Sonic oh, no, no, no. Origins. Uh, Origins and Mania playing through Knuckles. Okay. Speaking of Sonic, I, I got Frontiers on the Steam sale. 
Are you going to play it though? Yeah, because I, I think if I play it on hand, uh, having it handheld, I think I'm more apt to play more. Because I feel like Sonic is more of a handheld. Uh, now, just fair pleasure. warning, uh, it worked best for me limit, limited to 30 FPS. That's fine. But you could crank up the settings pretty much to max. Right, no, I, I don't mind 30 FPS. Yeah, people get too hung up on frame rates and. I mean, look how look. I've been playing Final Fantasy 16 and 30 FPS, and it's perfectly fine. Resident Evil 2 at 45 FPS. That's what I just played uh, on the Steam Deck. Both both first and second runs. Right. That's what they're called. Uh, I I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't think I would actually finish second run at first because did you, did you play it? Right. Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Remake, yeah. I, remake I, two. So yeah, RE2. So yeah, I did the uh, the Leon. Leon. Path. Yeah. I, and I thought, yeah, I want to go back and play Claire as a second run, and I never did. It starts off pretty uh, intense, I think. It is. It might have been better to do it immediately afterwards because you can really uh, get the uh, sense of the difference between where what your paths are and what things are blocked off. Right. Uh, where Mister X shows up makes and sense. How long? Um, it does. It, it it gets destroyed a little bit when you're like, all right, I can go. Th- these are my safe areas that I could go to where Mister X won't reach me at all. Uh, so you can cheese that a little bit, but. With Claire, a lot more of it is like, all right, I'm here. Mr. X is somewhere. I don't know where. Could be right outside the door if I'm hearing some stomping. I really thought one time he was going to just charge right into the safe room and take me out. Annihilate you. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I'm like, all right, I'm here. I need to go to the library. I need to get this item. I need to go here. Like, I had to plan out my next steps. Hmm. Uh, And Claire, like, man, I had had so, so little ammo at certain points. Right. But I made it. I made it through. Well, I've been meaning to play through Resident Evil 3 Remake again, so. You have a Steam Deck. I do, do and I have it on Steam. I've had it on Steam for quite a while, actually, and I have it on PS5, so. Well, which one did you play it on first? I played it on PlayStation 4, actually. Uh, uh, I don't know if you could do a second run without playing through the entire game again, though. Well, no, I'm going to do a full two runs. Okay, okay. Just because it's been. Fair enough. A long time since I played it. Then since launch, actually, it's when I played Resident Evil 3 Remake. I was 20... 19, I believe. That's been a while. I didn't know it was that longest that came out. Yeah. Um, and it's still one of the better looking games out there. I, I would like to play more Resident Evil for Spooky Season leading up to Halloween. I, I think it's time for Spooky Season. We're, we're at the end of July, so it's it's Spooky Season-ish. Alan Wake, American Nightmare, and a bunch of Resident Evil. I think that's what I want to play through. You know what? I think it's, it's Spooky Season. We're going to be getting pumpkin iced coffees here in about three weeks. So Did you see what they have at Duncan? Are you talking about the Boston Cream Ice yes. Latte? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a UK only thing, though. No. Because I saw somebody point that <laughs> oh. out on a Facebook post. Oh. I, saw that, I was like, I need this. I need it. And I immediately went on their app, and it's nowhere to be found. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, around here, it always takes like a few days. Oh, that's true. At least. I mean, if, if it's real, if, it, if it's like a year thing, that would be amazing. Uh, to go through just a few more of what I've been playing recently, because I guess I've been busy in a different sense than... Uh, than you have with you know you actually being productive and me not I guess uh, <laughs> productive Jedi, Jedi Survivor was, I went back to that hundred percent all the nice. achievements nice um, including having to go back through the game on New Journey Plus uh, because one achievement is get ten assists with two characters each and at some point you get cut off from getting assists with one character so and it the progress doesn't carry over from New Journey or uh, Journey to Journey Plus. So, you have to do 10 at the beginning of the game, pretty much, and then get to Jetta and get 10 with another character, 
then you'll finally get it. <laughs> so I, I spent like another two hours after I was quote unquote done with the game. Just yeah, yeah, the last that game is, a, is on the big list of games that I really need to get back to at some point. Uh, that is that is a game in the current trend of sequels that just maybe go a step too far. Right, a little, a little bit of sequel blood. Just a little too much blood. Stray, that was leaving PS Plus. I uh, finally played that. How'd you like Stray? I enjoyed that. I really like Stray. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it a good bit when I, I played it at launch. We might joke that it's game of the year, but it's, it, I mean, it's not, it's obviously not. But no, it, it was not. fun. It was it was it, it, it was pretty fun. Um, Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Speaking of Sonic games, did you play that? No, I did not. For anyone that uh, would be uh, disappointed later, I'll just disappoint you now. Sonic is not murdered. It's a murder mystery party on a train Justin for and, Amy's uh, birthday. Justin and Michael are not happy to hear that. No, and. It is a visual novel type of game. Hmm. Yeah, I, I looked at it when it came out. I was like, oh, maybe I'll check it out sometime. I just didn't get to it. There's some isometric platforming auto runner minigame things for like you well, have that a, sounds yeah. lovely. <laughs> well, you present evidence kind of like Ace Attorney in a right. way, but then you have to think of the logic, and thinking of the logic is just Sonic running and you have to collect X number of rings before the end of the stage. Hmm. It's it's weird how it's <laughs> That's strange. <laughs> um Is it better or worse platforming than the typical Sonic game? Than, than the usual Sonic game? Yes. Uh, it can't possibly well, be No, because it's, cause it's isometric. You can sometimes well, just fall. Uh, not not quite sure where you're about to land. Yeah, that could be annoying. I'm or, not like... Or because it's a limited viewpoint, you might jump over a spring set only to find out you're jumping to your death when you should have taken springs. Oops. Uh, and then finally, Ghost Trick, 100%. Did all the achievements on Switch, even though there's no real achievements. It still has them. I played the demo. Yeah. That's uh, far as I can say. Yeah, you said you were going to pick it up at some point. In yeah, the I'll grab it on a sale. It's not something I'm going to play like right now. I'm not usually very good at those types of games, even though I enjoy them. Yeah. Uh, but when it's you know when it's what is it right now twenty nine ninety nine. Yes. Yeah. When it's like fifteen twenty bucks, that's a sweet spot for me on that game for sure. I forgot how off the rails the story gets over time. It's I kind of like that. It's so good. Right. Like it's a really cool concept, and it definitely like even from the outset. Of the demo, like it got me interested story wise, but uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things I'll, I'll get to. I did say finally, but there is one more game that I played and it kind of relates to the episode today. Okay, New Super Mario Brothers. I went back, played that, did everything in it. I would have said previously that I wouldn't mind a Super Mario Brothers All Stars, right? Uh, new Super Mario Brothers All Stars collection with the first three mm-hmm. on Switch, just put the whole series on there finally. Uh, this first game, though, I don't know if that would work well because you have these 3D elements that look like Super Mario 64 DS. Right. And you have 2D sprites of like Koopas and Goombas and so on and so forth. So if you try to blow that up to HD, it's not going to look that great. Even if you were to try to uh, AI upscale the textures, you're going to have this mismatch of styles. Uh, and then your only other option is to remake it with the uh, engine of the other games. And I think you would lose something with that. I mean, you could always just like remake the levels of Mario Maker. Uh, yeah, but again, you're. I, I feel. I really feel like you're going to lose something from that. And right. there's there's actually course and uh, music themes that I don't think are really in the rest of the series. Hmm. It's. It's it, been it, so it long. Really, it really is. It really is. Uh, you know, if you if you think New Super Mario Brothers series, and you think ah, you might be thinking of the other three games. Go back and play the first one a little bit. I think you would be surprised. Yeah, because I, I haven't played the original one of those. It's been 
probably a decade at least. Yeah. Well, well more uh, than that, actually. Yeah, it's been a long time for me, too. Um, just, it's quirky. It, it, uh, it really does remind me of, I don't remember if it was like marketing or something, but that bridge between like Super Mario 64 and the DS version mm -hmm. and old style Super Mario Brothers, where it has some bullshit to it too. Like not gonna lie, <laughs> uh, certain levels require you to get mini mushrooms to get certain items or to get certain ex secret exits, but it doesn't just tell you, oh, hey, here's a question block, you know, right next to it that'll give you the mini mushroom. You have to bring it into the level and hold on to it. Right. Or, or be like mini that, yeah. or be mini for the entirety of you have to do some bosses and you have to ground pound to hit some bosses because like mini that, doesn't it, it, like, hurt. It adds a level of like build your own difficulty. Yeah. You know, which I've been kind of following up on um the new Disney Illusion Island game, which apparently is a Metroidvania. Oh, I just thought it was like a Rayman yep. Origins. It's, it's very much very Metroidvania-like. I it, can't even consider that game right now. There's just so much to play. Oh, I'm 100% I'm in on day one. I've heard Metroidvania. Come yeah. on, Donald Duck in a Metroidvania game? Come on. I have Metroid Prime 3 to play through, too, in my backlog. I'm a simple man. I see Donald Duck, and I'm happy. I've said that <laughs> 100 times this podcast. <sighs> so I've been... I feel like I haven't really been truly dedicated to one game recently. I've been kind of all over the place. Um... So Final Fantasy 16, I'm I'm plugging away at it slowly. I I haven't really played a lot of games over the last couple of weeks, if I'm being completely honest. Um, just had a lot of other stuff going on, life stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I sit down and usually about once a week, I try to get an hour or two of Final Fantasy 16 in. I'll probably be playing that game until I'm 50 at this rate. Um, <laughs> but I am enjoying it for you know for what I do get to play it. Um, the Steam Deck's been good to love. Of course, the Steam sale just happened, so I, I did this, do some stocking up. Uh, I did play all the way through and beat a game, actually, wow. uh, since we recorded last. A uh, little Metroidvania called Time Spinner, which this is a game I had been looking at for a few years. And I would just always forget about it or just never really think to buy it. It's, it's available on Switch if you're interested in playing it and you don't have PC. Uh, and I would recommend it. It is a really solid Metroidvania, not super difficult. Um, got a little bit of a time travel element to it. It's it's pretty fun. Um, there's multiple endings because there's you know multiple hidden bosses and stuff. It's I really had a good time with it. I'm glad I finally took a dive. I think I got like twelve dollars in the Steam sale. I was, you know when I was browsing, I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, I've always wanted to play it. Let's do it. So um, played through that. I've been I was playing another Metroidvania called Cathedral, which I discovered this game when Justin and I were at too many games. They had. Um, one of the uh, publishers who made the physical versions of it was set up there. And I didn't buy a physical copy of it there. I was kind of looking at it. And again, I grabbed it on the scene sale. It was maybe $8. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I really like the game. But the more I play it, it's like, you know, these bosses are basically just damage sponges. And a lot uh -huh. of your difficulty is coming from them being damage sponges because it just got to the point where I was getting a little bit annoyed by that. And I was like, you know, I'm just kind of losing interest. That's understandable. Yeah. And, you know, worst case scenario, like I totally got my dollars worth. I probably put 12, 15 hours into it. And I would say I was probably maybe halfway done with the story. So I got my money's worth out of it. I'm not disappointed. Max is pro gamer tip number one. If it sucks, hit the bricks. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of damage fun bosses. I'm done. Um, I did... I was messing with my Steam Deck yesterday, too, over the weekend. And uh, as, as I say this as if yesterday was a weekend, but it was Monday. Um, just somehow, I don't know how I did it, but I, I 
I think it's because I updated uh, the uh, MU deck yeah. app, and all of a sudden, all my games had cover art, which made me very happy. Um, oh, they should have had it before. They didn't. Yeah. The ones I added did not. Oh, okay. But I, when I well, you have to. You have, deck, I mean, anytime you have to add new ROMs, you have to rerun uh, the Steam ROM manager. Right. Yeah. Which is what I did. Uh, now, mind you, Decky is still nowhere to be found, but I'm not super concerned about that right now. Um, but I went through and I, gra I grabbed a couple RPGs for the PlayStation 2 that didn't get American releases. Uh, I found a tr uh, translated version of Dragon Quest V, which is a game I've always been wanting to play. A lot of people hold Dragon Quest V up there as one of like, the top five RPGs of all time, so I threw that on there. Uh, I tested it out. It plays great. I've not really done much with it yet. Um, but I have been playing the... Japan only, and I, it's a translated version because I'm not going to play a game in Japanese. Um, remake of Tales of Destiny on the PS2, of course, from the Tales of series. And I, you know, I started that on Sunday, and I've I've put about three and a half hours into it so far. I, I'm liking it, but you know, it's a lot of my free time lately. I've been doing a lot of reading. Um, I've been really something into, I should be doing. Yes, exactly. You know, I like a good novel, which I recently like uh, this past spring really got back into reading books. I'm a horror novel addict. Truly, um, even though I've, uh, I just finished, and I know this is on a book podcast. I don't know how much you read. Uh, <laughs> I, I just finished Stephen King's newest novel, Fairy Tale. It's actually one of his fantasy novels. I haven't been keeping up on Stephen King. Uh, so it's a fantasy novel. There's a, a movie adaptation in the works. Um, highly recommend this book. Great fantasy with a very slight element of horror, but it's definitely more fantasy based. Um, so if you're into reading, check that out. I don't think I've ever talked about books on this podcast, but. You know, that's, uh, that's kind of what I've been doing. Like I said, I've been busy with life. So, my yeah. Switch hasn't been on. I've been jumping around between games, too. I wanted to get back to Master Quest and Ocarina of Time 3D. Nice. Uh, I played a little bit of Tomb Raider, the 2013 game, until I realized that the Linux version is terrible, and that's what it defaults to because oh. you're on Linux on Steam Deck. Right. So... I got a one terabyte SSD. Which so is a shame I, because the 2013 Tomb Raider is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It really is. Oh, I played it back in the day. I just wanted to yeah, finally play. In my opinion, the it's the best one of that trilogy. It really is. Somebody on Easy, uh, Easy Allies podcast is like, I've liked everything Crystal Dynamics has done in order of release. Uh, so, you know, Tomb Raider 2013 is better than Rise, better than Shadow, yeah, better than. I agree than with that 100%. And Rise was Avengers. <laughs> you know, Shadow was like, I liked Shadow, but not nearly as much as I liked 2013 or Rise. Yeah. So, but I got a tw I got a one terabyte uh, micro SD, so now I have space to put things like Resident Evil Three, right. and Tomb Raider twenty thirteen, and uh, some other games back on. Finally, so yeah. I have a little bit of I have a, a good buffer, uh, hundred gigs ish uh, nice. left left of space. I've probably got like three hundred gigs available online. I, of course, I don't have any of my big big games on right now. And you're so. smarter than man than me then, because I I have a <laughs> I have a bad problem with just filling things up to See, the See, at one point, like it was full, but I had like Elden Ring downloaded. I had Resident Evil Two remake. I had Resident Evil Eight downloaded. I had um, small issue, yeah. Hogwarts downloaded. I'm like, yeah, these are taking up most of my space. Yep. Plus, you, you know, got to pick one. Yeah. So I just I'll download them and put them on there to play them. I don't even know if I have any bigger games on my deck right now. I think I do. Oh, Sonic Frontier, I guess. It's probably the biggest one I have at the moment downloaded on the deck. It's not even that big. No. No, it doesn't. But, yeah, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, ever since I finished Tears of the Kingdom, I've just been kind of bouncing around everywhere. Having a hard time dedicating myself to one game. I, I guess I'm kind of dedicated to 16, but I've already played it for a long time. I can already tell. And I'm going to grab Disney Illusion Island, so uh, next episode, I will probably have some 
Well, maybe not though, because we'll probably record again next week, and it won't be out yet. So, I'll be talking about Pikmin. Yeah. So yeah, Pikmin Four will be out uh, day after this episode comes out. So that's true. Yeah. So. I'm glad you'll have some impressions to talk about with that. I, on the last episode, I said I was going to go home and buy Pikmin. I indeed did not. Um, primarily because, A, the Steam sale was coming. That's the main reason I didn't buy Pikmin right away. And, uh, yeah. 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 But uh, we got a cool topic today. You had mentioned wanting to do an episode about remakes and remasters. Yeah, and I kind of hinted at it earlier with New Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Uh, as a wish list item, but that's just a bit later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Definitely get to that. Um, let me bring my my notes back up that you you did. So we've you've got like a, a big list of remakes and remasters you want to discuss. Um, yeah, we can we can skim through some of these. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, if. If you want me to just start as you... Yeah, I'll, I'll just... Uh, you go through the list. I'll uh, commentate. I'll, I will probably add some things here and there, I'm sure. So I tried to I tried to keep this to things that we might be interested in and things that have been on Nintendo. Right. Uh, Ace Combat Assault Horizon Legacy. I gotta be honest, I've never played an Ace Combat game. Never? Never played one. Do you like Do you like uh, that genre? I don't really have any experience with uh, that genre. You could, you could play Tom Clancy Hawks and then uh, I wouldn't be the only person playing it and justin can't make fun of me for that we, we can just be the, that the two people yeah okay <laughs> uh ace combat assault horizon legacy and ace combat assault horizon legacy plus uh are remakes of ace combat one for the 3ds and the, you know those are pretty long-running games i've heard good things about the ace combat games i've just never really taken the time to pay attention to them i i mean i enjoy them they're they're nothing uh too amazing then again i haven't played seven right uh uh, one day, hopefully, I'll, I'll get to it. I think probably the closest I've played to that would be that um, the, the Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, uh, that that that's a different sort of feeling. Which that game. game was really difficult to play. I'm not, the, the game itself wasn't really a hard game, but it was difficult to play. I want to I want to give it another shot. Squadrons, right? Yeah. Um, if I had access to just like try out an Ace Combat game, like if they threw it in like Humble Monthly or something. I'd try it, absolutely. Which I'm a recent uh, Humble Monthly joiner. Really enjoyed the, uh, even though I haven't really played it other than just a little bit on Game Pass, I really enjoyed the fact that I got uh, Ghostwire Tokyo in a bundle for like $14 and then immediately got the Space Edition of Outer World, which yeah. is cool because the only version of that game I owned was the Switch version, which nobody wants to play that. Uh, pro tip, if you go to cancel, you might get 2 or $4 off the next to one? change your mind Ooh. on the current one. Okay. So if there's one that you like and you want to pay a little bit less. Now, you can't do it every month, obviously. Right, obviously, yeah. But every, every so often you can do that and, right. and get a small discount on it. We'll see what's, uh, we'll see what's on the next month's bundle. Humble, humble bundles can sometimes be amazing. I still have not seen anything better than, like, I think there was one where you had Call of Duty. I know, whatever. Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, Spyro Trilogy. Like, Activision games don't Aren't aren't cheap, right? No, they're not. And, and it was Especially a bundle, and it was a freaking bundle. So, I was so glad I picked that one up, or or the Resident Evil one. Since I'm playing through it, it was like thirty dollars for most of the series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I think it was like eight or the eight, eight DLC was like the only thing that that wasn't in there. I mean, you can't beat that. <sighs> Back the, to remakes, though. Yeah, like the next one you have on this list really appeals to me. Deep That's, cut. Uh, BS Legend of Zelda. 
I so, haven't played it. <laughs> but I'm putting it on the list anyway. So yeah, I'm, I can go into a little bit about BS Legend of Zelda. Gonna BS about it? Yeah, I'll BS about it a little bit. So in Japan, there was a peripheral introduced for the Super Famicom called the uh, Zeteleview. So the Zeteleview was kind of like, if, if you're old enough to remember the Sega channel, the Zeteleview was similar to the Sega channel in, in the fact that um, you used the Zeteleview and you could stream games and there will be an audio track playing over them. And one of the, actually there were two different Zelda games you could play on this. Yeah. Um, one of them was BS Legend of Zelda, which was a remake of the original Zelda where you played as uh, just really a generic sprite. You wouldn't even link. Uh, and they would release it episodically. So like once a week, you'd play a dungeon or two and then uh, you'd have to wait a week for the next episode to come out. But once that episode was over, you couldn't go back and play it unless they were to re-air the whole thing. No, present- uh, preservation for uh, Satellaview games is um, pretty much impossible. Right. Uh, and then there was also a link to the past um, Ancient Stone tablets. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, that they're very difficult to play. I mean, you can get emulated versions of them, but like you don't, you're lacking the audio instructions that you know were given through and things like that. Um, I really don't know of a lot of other Satellaview games. But I know the Zelda ones are kind of famous for existing. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're not really considered cano- you know, canonical Zelda games because they've never gotten any kind of a release aside from being able to stream them when they were airing onto Teleview. What do you mean everything's canon? It's just it's just in that other timeline that you don't see just off is that just the one, off is that the one where uh Hyrule Warriors is uh the precursor to Breath of the Wild? Yes. Because I still think that's like hundred percent true. I don't, but, I mean, we've gone over this disagreement. It makes sense. Anyways, um, (laughs) you can actually, there are ROMs of Ancient Stone Tablets and BS Zelda. I've played them. This is one of those things where I'd be okay waiting for that one day when they finally decide, hey, let's just bring this back. Right, exactly. You know, they could could do it. It would be a kind of a cool thing. Like, you know what, let's throw this on the the SNES um, online app. It's just kind of a cool bonus, and they could... You know, they could pull that off. The the roughest part, and the part I think that would prevent it from happening is the audio, voiceover, um, because they're not going to spend the money and time to translate that, if I had to guess. Not at all. Yeah. In that case, it would be a separate separate release. Exactly. But it'd be a really uh, hard uh, price proposition to... Yeah, charge sixty dollars. Exactly. For, yeah. Yeah, that's I would you know I would not pay sixty dollars for translating text is one thing. Translating for voice and then recording it. Ugh. Yeah, and then implementing it into a new ROM, you know, you got to code it in. This yeah. is you know, real, really implausible. But if you've never, if you weren't familiar with the BS Zelda, that's that's what it is. It's a Teleview uh, exclusive Zelda titles that they exist yet they don't exist. It's like Schrodinger's Zelda. <laughs> they existed for the purpose of streaming only. And we've come full circle. Yeah. We're we're in streaming future now. Yeah, it's like Nintendo was ahead of the game on that. Well, it wasn't the same type of streaming, but... No, it was very different. Yeah. You know, this was more like a TV channel. Like, it's there, but only when it's on, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, next three that I kind of want to lump together, Crash Bandicoot Trilogy, Spyro Trilogy, and Crash Team Racing. So, I've got... Uh, I've never played Crash Team Racing. It's... I don't think any kart racer really matches up to Mario Kart. I'm sorry. Well, It's okay. Not. The closest being would be Sega, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing would be the best. I can't Mario even get Kart into line. that all that much either. It's I'm, it's just fine. I don't know. I really like, listen, you're not going to believe this. 
So when that game came out, I bought that and I bought Heavy Rain on the same day. They both came on the same day. Um, and that evening, um, Michael and Josiah, uh, you don't know Josiah, he was a regular on Gurus of Gaming for a good long time, uh, came over to uh, Ryan Uncle house. And I swear we were playing Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing like almost all night. We were addicted. I don't remember who Michael played as, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it probably wasn't Sonic. <laughs> I, I I played a little bit of Transformed on uh, Steam Deck and uh, played very little Transformed. And they they have the uh, Team Fortress Two, so you're like spy in the plane, and then you're uh, heavy on the boat or whatever. Right. Yeah, but I didn't really play much of the uh, of that. We're digressing a little bit. From we are. That. This is not but, a switch. Uh, no, that, it was on the Wii U. Transformers on the Wii U. So it's still a Nintendo product. Yeah, but, a remake but I thought Wii U was terrible. The Wii U is not good. It's the worst Nintendo console. Virtual Boy still exists. It is a handheld. Virtual Boy is not a handheld. Well, it's not really a console. Well, you had to you had to sit it on the table. It's, it, it it's was a headset. It was no, it wasn't. It was still garbage. I think it was. It's, point being, it's garbage. Unlike the GameCube, which was no. not garbage. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, to deflect that uh, one. So, Crash Crash uh, Bandicoot? I never played Crash Bandicoot until it got that trilogy release. Um, and then I beat the first one, and I played bits and pieces of 2 and 3. I never went back to play them. 2, two I'd say, is the best, because 3 starts adding a bit more uh, gimmick levels, gimmick, right. uh, like, minigame. I think I played more of 2 than 3, if I had to guess. But I definitely like, played all the way through the first one. You know, Spyro, I played the original Spyro when it came out. I didn't beat it. Um, but I beat Spyro 1 and 2. I can't remember if I beat both of those on the Switch, or if maybe I beat Spyro 1 on the PlayStation, and then eventually, and then went back and beat 2 on the Switch eventually. Um, Spyro 3 I started, but didn't care for it as much as the first two, because I didn't really? want to play as either characters. Uh, I, yeah, I can see that. Spyro 1, uh, I really like the way that's set up and the, and the design of, it, of everything. Right. Spyro 2, I thought it had a lot more of like, kind of forcing you down a certain path initially for a level and then maybe it opens up a bit at the end because there's always some sort of key and lock whether uh, it's a literal you know lock right, right, yeah, yeah. and a literal key or if it's uh, guiding turtles to you know some checkpoint or whatever or to the end of the level and then it would open up a little bit more at the end and right. then I think and then I kind of thought Spyro 3 remedied that a little bit made it a little bit more open again uh, but nothing's quite like Spyro 1 to me no Spyro 1 is the best one by far it's like not even close um, I really do enjoy Spyro 1. That's what I can go back and play again. You know, it's, it's a very replayable game. But it's not super long. Uh, in fact, I believe that, yeah, I got the Platinum Trophy for that on the uh, PlayStation 4 version. 100% of that game. I think I got the, I got all the achievements on Xbox for Spyro yeah, Trophy. Yeah. And it was a good time. Yeah. Um, The next one, I'm, I'm kind of questioning its existence on the list a little bit. What? It, 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 it's a remake? Is it really, though? Because it's like... Yeah, it's the first four stages of the original arcade game, but then it adds, like, just a crap ton of stages. And I'm not saying anything negative about this game. I want to preface with that. I have nothing negative to say. In fact, this is... I'll go on, I'll say it. It is probably the... Uh, if if it's not... It's either the best or one of the one of the three best original Game Boy games. Yeah. And then it's Donkey Kong 94, by the way. I, I didn't mention that. Or it's just known as Donkey Kong. Or, yeah, Donkey Kong. As it was released but it was released in 1994. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, like like for me, the only original Game Boy game that might be better than this would be Link's Awakening. Because I, I love Donkey Kong 94. Um, the fact that it's not on the Game Boy app on Switch Online yet... Is a crime. Is a crime. Like, why? Where, why is this not there? Because you got to drip feed the content. you got to keep people coming back. <sighs> Man, this, this would have been one of the first ones to throw on there. This is an iconic Game Boy game. I'm not going to disagree. It's like Tetris, which is also on the app. Iconic. Yeah. Did, did you watch that Tetris movie, by the way? I have not. Apple TV Plus? I have not watched That's it. That's a fun movie. That reminds me. I, I actually canceled my Apple TV Plus a while back, so... That's okay. You can always get a free code from somewhere. This is true. I'll let you know next time I find one. Nice, nice. I mean, because I'm probably not going to pay for it again unless Ted Lasso comes back, so... I have, I have yet to pay for it because I just get free trials constantly. Nice. Do you have to, like, start a new uh, account nope. every time? No, so you can nope. just keep attaching it? Yep. Which reminds <laughs> me, you watched Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. We're still in t- uh, season two. Okay. Ted Lasso is like amazing one of the best shows believe believe <laughs> halo 3 believe no wait that's a different thing <laughs> very uh, much so but why are you questioning Donkey kong 94 on this because it is technically it's kind of a game though like it, yeah it has those four stages we could have a series of podcasts just talking about the terminology between remakes oh yeah ports remasters reimaginings you know so on and so forth I think we could probably say that the first four levels of Donkey Kong 94 are a, I, I almost don't want to call it a remake, but at the same time, I don't want to call it a reimagining right. of the original Donkey Kong arcade game. See, uh, we, we, we just have bad terminology for trying right. to... Trying to because express really not what these either are. one of those things, but the, the first four it's levels It's pretty faithful, were, I think, yeah. to, the, to the arcade original. Yeah. And then after those first levels, it, uh, first four levels, it just opens up to this massive, like, 96-level yeah, adventure. It's, it's huge. It is great. It's a great game. If you haven't played it, go play it, even though we just spoiled the, the, the surprise after four levels. Yeah. But yeah, it, would, it first, wouldn't be much of a game to be to recommend I, otherwise, I, I, I guess. I didn't even play it on that game. Well, the first time I played it, I think, it was on Wii Virtual Console. Oh, no, I played it on OG Hardware. And I, I was playing it, I was like, oh, this is, this is, like, this is more than just Donkey Kong Arcade. Because I thought it having, being a, a big lover... Like, I, Donkey Kong is my favorite arcade game. If I'm out somewhere and I see an arcade cab, Donkey Kong, I'm probably going to play it. Yeah, I got to give it a shot. Yeah, one of my bucket list items on my game collecting is a is an arcade cab, Donkey Kong. I'll probably never have one. But you never know. Never know. Never say never. Um, I wish I put a note as to what game this is a remake of for the next one. <sighs> Kirby's Nightmare and Dreamland. I think it's a remake of the original... Uh no no uh shoot I think it's on any one of the NES. I ones. mean it's 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 very mid. Let's be fair. I know you're like hating me right now. <laughs> no 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 it's fine. Um, but let me be clear it's 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 Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland on the Game Boy Advance was a remake of Kirby's Adventure the, from Kirby's the NES. In, Kirby's Adventure um, on the NES. Which let me be clear here, it's not mid because the game itself was mid. It's mid because it's Kirby, and Kirby is mid. Freaking Kirby haters. Oh, I will say though, like I, I, it's it's Kirby's adventure. Kirby's the most powerful being in the universe. I can go back and play the original Kirby, but I just don't want to play play past that. Um, fun fact: Kirby's Adventure was the first uh, Kirby game to have the copy ability, even though it was the second Kirby game made. Yes, um, I played the I played the original Kirby uh, on OG. Uh, yep. Game Boy hardware. And it was also the first Kirby game where Kirby was pink because on the original box art for the Game Boy... I remember. Which yep. 
obviously couldn't be in color. He was white. That I think was supposed to be some sort of uh like lost in translation or lost in communication. Uh, and it, he became white instead of pink. Like it wasn't like intentional per right. se. I mean, it's kind of like um the fun thing like all the box art for Kirby games like on all the American box art he always looks like angry and pissed off but on all the Japanese ones he's so joyous and like cute yeah Japanese ones are better yeah we have enough angry angry uh, things like on, why do you make Kirby look so angry on, on your covers Nintendo of America why is that necessary there are so many US jokes that one, one could make as to why Kirby is angry being in the US <laughs> I mean, you've, we've seen the state of uh, the state of the United States at this point, so I'd be angry too. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess it's I have now. I have not played Nightmare in Dreamland. Um, I've I have, however, played and beat the original Kirby's Adventure on the NES. Um, so I really can't speak much to the remake. I th I think it's pretty faithful. It's just. Uh, Faithful remake, just in the Game Boy Advance art style. Right. I think so there was obviously very upgraded graphics. Yeah, color and, obviously. Yeah, and you know, or shoot, no, that was NES. Uh, a bit more of a color palette to it then. I'll oh say yeah. That. And I guess really on that same vein, Return to Dreamland. It was a sequel to that, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know my Kirby lore too much know. to. I don't know. That game's also mid, and I got a remaster Stop recently it. on uh, Stop Switch, it. and it's mid. I didn't say I didn't say anything about your Final Fantasy. Stop it. Fair. It's because Final Fantasy 16 is not mid. Let's talk about a great game, Link's Awakening on oh. Switch. Link's Awakening has had multiple um, remakes, I guess. Yeah, we need a Switch uh, print printer. Yes. Uh, a Switch uh, camera to. To complete yes. the package. Yeah, so like to go through kind of like the history of Link's Awakening. So Because like, Link's Awakening DX added functionality for the printer, yeah, it didn't added, it? it? added the Game Boy printer. It also added, uh, obviously, it was color version. Color dungeon. And it added the color dungeon, yes. Uh, whereas the original lacked those three things, which I've been playing in Link's Awakening since the OG. I've got I got, got a complete box copy of that game, actually. Too many games this year. I'm very happy to have it. It's the player's choice version, good. but I don't care. Um, I still have a complete box Link's Awakening. Um Link's Awakening is kind of underrated, in my opinion. I think a lot of people shit on that game. And it's really, like, it's one of the better Zelda games, in my opinion. The Switch version really turned around my opinion on that game. That's good. As I, mean, I, as I said previously, that was the first one I decided I'm going to go back and play your remote. Yeah. Because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, it's not my favorite one, but it's pretty good. I would go out on a limb and say, honestly, like, I spent more time with Link's Awakening as a kid. Uh, maybe not more, but just as much time with that as I did Link to the Past in the original Legend of Zelda. And I played those games a lot when I was a kid. Uh, I, I don't like to brag. I beat the original. I can beat the original Zelda when I was five. Which I think is an accomplishment. Find me a five-year-old that can beat the original Legend of Zelda today. Who's coddled by today's games especially. Now, mind you, Michael, 13-year-old stepson, is about to beat Dark Souls. And apparently he, like... <laughs> Just destroyed one of the hardest bosses in the game, like on a second try. That usually gets people all kinds of trouble. Those those kid reflexes, man. Yeah, Michael steps on the badass. Good job, buddy. I can't even beat Dark Souls. I don't have patience for that shit. Uh, but anyway, back to Link's Awakening. Like, 
it just got better and better with every iteration. But even still, like I feel like I could play the original Link's Awakening and still have a good time with it. I I, I would not. I find a lot of Game Boy games. If I was to try to go back to them, I would not have as much fun which, as I used to. Well, which versions on the uh, Game Boy apps is it the original or is it the DX version? I would assume DX. Because, but I don't know. Could release both. I don't know. I don't know why, which why version off the top of my head is on the Game Boy apps right now. Um, of course, if I'm going to go back and replay it at this point, I, I'd, I'd go to the remake. Yes. Um, but you know, if the remake wasn't an option, I could still enjoy either the original or the DX versions. But like, it's just a nice throwback to when Zelda was just still felt classic. Like it gives you that feeling, that sense that you can only get from a 2D Zelda game. And it's one of those senses that not even every 2D Zelda game gives you. And just that mood of of the dreamlike island. and Yeah. It, I mean, it hits you over the head with the whole, this is a dream. And, and, the, the, and honestly, like, it's got the most memorable soundtrack of the series. I often find myself like with Link's Awakening music in my head. It's in my head right now. This is the beginning music where you're on the island and you're looking for your sword. And, you know, it's just, it's so nostalgic. It's good stuff. Yeah, it really is. It's like, it's a special game. I I really, truly miss classic Zelda. I miss 2D Zelda. I miss that feeling of adventure. I mean, and this is nothing against Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild. Those are fantastic games. I just miss the sense and the overwhelming nostalgic feeling of playing like a top-down 2D Zelda game. Like, I wish we could get a new one. It would make me so happy. I wouldn't mind having it, but you know what I'd rather have instead? The next two on the list. The next two on the list. Um, Ocarina of Time 3D and Majora's Mask 3D. I would rather have a new 2D Zelda game. Not to say that I wouldn't want those um, with those 3D games because like it sucks that the only way we had to play those on the Switch is the original N64 versions. So far. Yeah. So far. Because the quality of life improvements that came to both of those when they got their release on the 3DS were just game changing both those games you know i beat majora's mask for the first time on the 3ds same um i would never have seen it through to the end on the n64 or on the i Game might have I, I might have tried if given the choice at some point to right. try to do that but i mean I, I i started that game through a couple different times on the n64 and on the gamecube and i just never saw it to the end i'll be honest i never played through ocarina of time myself my brother played it back in right. the day but i never played ocarina of time to the end myself until the 3ds version believe it or not i i played it on the n64 when i was a kid um if i were to go back and play it now even though i started and played through like half of the game on the n64 virtual console i'd probably just fire up my 3ds and play it on there or play the 3ds version on the steam deck those that would be almost definitely how i would uh, revisit it um, which i've been thinking about playing that game again sometime i, I love ocarina of time but uh which, by the way, if you can come on the topic, I know we're going to jump around a lot. We're talking about remasters and remakes that are of Nintendo games or of games that are on Nintendo systems. Uh, whether it be, you know, obviously we've gone back to the Game Boy, so any Nintendo system, really. Yeah. So. Metroid is your mission. So that's a game that, it's only a matter of time where that hits the GBA app. I think there's already hints that it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I think they Fusion, is, is Fusion Fusion's on the app, yes. Fusion's already there, um, but Met, but Zero Mission Zero Mission is not. Be- Zero Mission is a remake of the original with the uh but they added on the Zero Suit Samus uh segment at the end. Um Yeah, I didn't mind that section. 
No, not at all. It's like it's easily, no doubt, the best way to play the original Metroid game. Like it is to the original Metroid, um, what Samus Returns did to Metroid Two. Maybe not to that extent necessarily, but it's way more enjoyable than like. Have you tried playing the NES version of Metroid lately? Nope, I have no interest to do so. Did I seriously not put Metroid Samus Returns on here? (laughs) That's that's bad. Uh, We'll we'll cover it here. (laughs) So we're gonna we can discover it here too. Right? Right, Because like. Metroid Zero Mission is probably, other than Super Metroid, my favorite Metroid game. You know, Metroid's Metroid's uh, had pretty good remakes, remasters. It has. If you think about it, because there's also Metroid Prime remastered. Yes, I really wish we can get uh, a remaster or something in the Metroid Dread style of Super Metroid, though. I love Super Metroid. That is my. It's got It's got to have game. its own unique hook. I want. I I don't want all the Metroid games to just kind of be sameish. Well, that's the thing. Like, Super Metroid was still in that time where it didn't need a unique hook. The unique hook was, oh, man, here's a Metroid game on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And it's, like, one of the best games on the Super Nintendo, no question. It's, like, top five SNES games. Right, right, right. But what I'm trying to say is, like, uh, imagine if you were, like, I want a remake of uh, 2D Mario games in the new Super Mario Brothers style. They'd start to kind of feel and look the same after a right, bit. Right, Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily want that. So I'd want, I'd want something extra to go for a Super Metroid remake. Well, they could always go the route like with what um, Mercury Steam did with like Metroid Sam's Returns and add like the uh just the add melee a whole attack bunch or and you yeah. know add on some areas or something, you know, and really like at the same time like I'm saying this for the same time like that's almost one of those games uh like that's like another game that's further down on the list that I talked about in the last episode. It's like kind of don't touch it. Like don't mess with it. Um like, like Metroid Prime Remastered, like you didn't, you, they didn't touch it. They just, they just made it yeah, look pretty. They just, they made it prettier, and it didn't need anything other than a fresh coat of paint. Metroid is three for three on re, on a port slash remix. Yeah, uh, Zero Mission was a was a home run. Uh, Samus Returns home run. Prime Remastered home run. I mean, it's a grand slam. No notes. All good. Yeah, I, I, All I, good. I, I, give me more Metroid. I love Metroid. Give me. More Metroid. Put just put Zero Mission on the on the on the app. I'll be happy. It's well, you know what the hint was that they that they might be adding it is the uh, there's Fire Emblem on on the app. Yes, but the J- Japan one has the Japan only one, and there's that whole uh, linking between games feature mm-hmm. that they implemented through the app. Um, and there is uh, I think like cutting room floor sort of notes on on connecting Fusion and Zero Mission together. Right. So, well, and they could always use the connection between. They could always use the connection between Zero Mission and, or not Zero Mission, between Fusion and uh, was it Prime or Prime Two that came out the same day? Yeah, Prime One. I thought we made. No, people looked in the game. There's no hint that Fusion Suit would even be unlockable in the remaster. That's that's the only mark against remaster. Right. Is that you can't get that ugly ass suit. (laughs) Well, sorry, don't care. It is what it is. It's a bad suit. I like the Fusion Suit, but whatever. Dread, Dread Suits Goat. Okay. Semi-hot take. I like the blue. I, I, I like the blue. I don't think I disagree with you, but I really like that fusion suit. But I, I'm also like, I like purple. Purple's my favorite color. What if it was purple? Exactly. <laughs> uh, these next two are kind of whatever because they're pretty straightforward. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I got fatigue so bad playing New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I played it when it came out on the Wii U. I'm like, this is cool. This is a good game. And then I played it again when it came out on the Switch. And by the time I was finished for that game, I was like, just end already. Just be over. 
Kind of like what, what, Super, what uh, Super Mario 3D World did. It's like, just end. I get fatigued too, but I went through and I played 100% for both of those games. Um <sighs> On the on the switch, you are a braver man. And than then me, and then no, maybe I'm dumber. 3D World played it through every level five times. I remember you mentioning yeah. that before on, on a previous episode. But, yep. but again, like you didn't have to collect anything else. You just had to get to the end. So it was just real quick. I, by the time that game was over, that I, and I love 3D World. I I feel like there's two camps. There's there's hate 3D World and love 3D World. I love 3D World, but I was so exhausted of that game by the time it was over. Which, there's a third camp. Camp of Bonner. That just hates Mario. Well, that's true. I forgot about Camp of Bonner. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Michael, or not Michael, I think Justin just likes 3D World, though. I don't think he loves 3D World. Oh. That's maybe I'm wrong. That's a shame. Maybe we, maybe, we, maybe we need to do a group, group stream of uh, all, 3D World, all four of us. All four of us. We'll make Michael play as Mario as a cat, specifically. Yes. Because he loves cat Mario. Perfect. Which, by the way, uh, on last episode, I mentioned Michael's take on Elephant Mario. And I even, like, Put it in the teaser of the episode description about finding out was it not Michael's take of Elvin Mario, and then when I pointed it out to him that Michael deleted the end of the show where I t- where I'd ask him his thoughts on it, his way of fixing it was by updating the episode description and taking that part out. Uh, well, when I mentioned Elvin Mario to Michael, just so everybody knows, just to get it out there and clear, uh, his response was to shake his head in disappointment. That was his response to Elvin Mario. The, the thrilling conclusion to that cliffhanger. Yep. There's, everybody's <laughs> probably forgotten about by now anyways, which is fine. It's okay. I won't, I'm not going to forget about Wonder. Um, I'll be picking that up. I'm excited for Wonder. But, you know, it's like, I'll never play New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe again, probably. I did take a few years on and off playing through that game. I don't know what it is about that, about, like, just dropping off. Right. And, and then, like, oh, this is still here. I should, you know, pull, maybe play it again. Which uh, I guess you left 3D World off this list, too. Yeah, I'm not a clever man. It's okay. We, we, we just covered it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there's some things we can cut, too. Right. But D- Pikmin 3, like, I'll, I'll play that. It's pretty straightforward. It's, 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 it's really more of a port. Or is it more For the most part. Master? Yeah, the most part. I didn't think that had a whole lot But of it is. it does have deluxe on it. It is. It does have some new features. Don't ask me what it was, because I don't remember. Uh, Pokemon remakes. Have you played any of those? Nope. No, I, think I played a single. Well, that's a that is a blatant lie. Uh, no, I did. I beat Brilliant Diamond. Yes. So I. Did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I enjoyed. It. it was okay. It was okay. I, I like Diamond and Pearl. It's... Did Did you play Gen One, Gen Two originally? I played Gen One when it came out. I've had Pokemon Red. I never beat it. Uh, Gen Two. I played a little bit of Heart Gold when it came out. Or maybe it was Soul Silver. It was one of those. Um, so you did play the remake a little. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but it wasn't not really that much. Gen two's best gen, and See, I say mo- that, and I, I say feel that like having a very popular opinion. Yeah, but and I, and I say that having not beaten Soul Silver. Yeah, that is like a very that is like an ice cold take. I feel like ice cold takes. We've, ice been, cold we've takes. been doing that recently in we the have. Discord, which, uh, which you can join and see what our ice cold takes yeah. are. Like uh, Twelve Angry Men being one of the best movies of all time. Link is in the description of the episode. We're not talking about like Link from Zelda. We're talking about the Link to the Discord, The Legend of Zelda. Link to the Discord. Send links. Send links. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Pokemon remakes. Um, the Gen One and Two are great, and other than that, I just found they were kind of okay. I hope, yeah, I hope Gen you know, Five I, they can bring it around. I I barely I touched, love Gen Five. Yeah, I barely touched Alpha Alpha, or Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. That did have a really cool, um, almost like a. It kind of reminded me of Mode Seven, uh, Secret of Mana, where you fly above the overworld 
sort of thing. Because you can get on a legendary and you fly around above the map. Hmm. And instead of just fast, fast traveling, you can just explore the sky. Is that the one that was like 7 out of 10, too much water? Yes. 7.8. 7. 8. So, sorry, 7.8 out of 10, out of 10, too much water. Which, I, Pokemon, which Pokemon made fun of in a subsequent game. Which is fantastic. Remind me, though, you mentioned Perfect. Gen 5. What was Gen 5? Black and white. And black and white, two, black two, white two. Okay, I believe no. I that is that either. is really when I jump back on the boat. Yeah, I I I have beat like very few Pokemon games. I beat Pokemon X, and I have beat um, Brilliant Diamond. I'm pretty sure those are the only two Pokemon games I've ever finished. Pokemon X, gonna give it to you. X, gonna give it to you. DMX Goombas. What? <laughs> uh, that was a terrible DMX impression. My voice wasn't with it today. Nope. I don't think I have the voice to do a good one. That's um, okay. I thought about inventing the next one when you said we can kind of skip around some of these, but I don't want to because it was a big difference and a lot of people still prefer this version of the game. Yes. That's the Wii version of Resident Evil 4. Yes, that is the version that I played back in the day and up until recently, the only Resident Evil game that I played to the end. It's honestly, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I didn't finish the Wii version, but I do feel like it was probably the best implementation of motion controls on the entire Wii console. They just, Capcom it's did it certainly right. certainly up there, yeah. They did it right with that game. And, you know, maybe they, I, I guess like the Metroid Prime 1 and 2. And I think that's ports. really all they all they did yeah. besides uh, maybe widescreen. Yeah, I think they had a widescreen. Didn't but, take much. I say first-person shooters were made for that kind of control. Not that Metroid is a first-person shooter, but. Have you, have you seen the video of the original PC version of uh, RE4? I have not. It is a terrible port. You don't get mouse uh, support oh. for aiming. You have to use the keyboard entirely. Oh. Uh, that sounds horrendous. It has a lot of inaccuracies in terms of like how it looks compared to the console versions. Wow. Like it's the worst of all worlds, basically. The new the new one that's currently available on Steam uh, of the OG Resident Evil 4 is fine. Works, See, I did play that fine. one. I played the the current release, not the remake, obviously on Steam, but the current release. Yeah, and I, I mean, I played with the controller though, and I, I beat that version. Um, which I need to eventually get Resident Evil Four remake on the PC. I have all the other ones on PC. That's the one I don't have, but that's not really here or there for this podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh let's just skip Sonic Adventure One and Two. Whatever they they were on Dreamcast and they came to GameCube. Um, I, I love those. I love Sonic Adventure One and Two. They're they're uh, so they have their charm. They're so bad, but they're just. I love them. You don't hear me compliment Sonic too much, but these are truly bad games that are truly fun. It just, they're not good, but they're fun. They're not, not as bad as Sonic 1 on the Game Boy Advance, though. I only heard how bad that was. Uh, I'll be honest, me too, but I had to include it because it's notoriously bad from everyone that has said, I think it was like some weird Frankenstein of like, let's take the Sonic Advance or engine and then shoehorn Sonic 1 Genesis into it. Mm, can you really do that, though? They they okay, they tried they, they tried. Well, tried as the Sonic. Well, let's, let's, let's just clear this up. Sonic Team certainly does try. That's what they're best at is trying. I mean, some people would try to argue that they shouldn't try. I don't know that I always disagree with that. Look at Sonic Forces, which is a game that I beat. Okay, I beat I, that I game. Beaten Sonic Not a good Forces. game. I beat it. It's pretty forgettable. Real bad game. Sonic Origins, on the other hand. Uh, you know, a lot of people seem to have hate on that, uh, but I think it is the best way to play the classic games. I think it's cool that you, that mode or that game has that mode where it's like one continuous 
game Sonic 1 through 3. I think that I think that's such a cool. bullet point superfluous feature to have. Yeah. Because it doesn't add anything at all. You could just go back to the menu and play the subsequent games. And but if you like it, that's great. I just thought it was something that they needed to put on a box. Yeah, I agree. And you know, I, I upgraded the plus and I played... I don't remember like how much... Uh, I think I might have played all the way through the first one in that mode. I can't remember though. I, I haven't really touched it since it launched. And even though I upgraded the plus, I haven't touched it since upgraded the plus. It's just too much happening. There is. Um, which, it's, there's just a lot of games right now. There's a lot of games left on this list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're definitely going to be skipping some of these. Uh, Star Fox 64 3D, that exists. You can't get it digitally. Well, I guess you can't get it digitally anymore anyway. Well, you can re-download it if you did buy it. True, true. Uh, it's good. Looks better, I guess. Uh, not the original voice acting, sadly. Really? But... I don't think I ever realized that, but... Oh, if you if you played Star Fox 64 uh, back in the 90s and have that have those lines ingrained well, I in your played, head. Well, I played a lot of Star Fox 64 back in the 90s. It should, have been, it should have been ingrained well, in your head, yeah, some of those lines, and the delivery of the 3D lines. version one time, though. Uh, so that may be why I don't recall it. I mean, I'd probably notice it, but it's just like it's not something I played any time recently. Some might argue the original uh, remake, Super Mario Brothers All-Stars. I, it kind of is the original remake. Plus Super Mario, Brothers, Super Mario World, if you uh, had that version. I think that's the best way to play the original Mario games is Super Mario All-Stars. Some people consider that a hot take. I agree with you, but there are people that are just diehard NES all the way. I think the GBA games are the worst way to play. Just what I needed. Mario Advance 1, or Mario, oh, sorry. Mario 2 and 3, I think the GBA versions are the worst way to play those. 4 at least has the e-reader e e levels on them. There's they that, really should have, they really should have for Super the, cool that they included that in the... Um, GBA app that you can play the e-reader game. And it was on levels. Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shame that they couldn't just like tweak it to remove the voice lines constantly chattering at you. Right. Um, or or change the color palette so it looks more like the Super Nintendo games. Yes. See, that's that's one thing about these remakes as we go through the list that uh, is, is a shame is that some of these games just don't have a good definitive version. And they don't. Super Mario Brothers All-Stars versus the Super Mario Deluxe slash Advance series. Because Deluxe is technically... Yeah. yeah, It was Mario Advance of the original Super Mario Bros. Because I think during development, Deluxe 2 was the name for Super Mario Brothers Advance or something like that. Right. Uh, basically being like, yes, this is a continuation of, of that sort of thinking. Even though Deluxe was based more on Super Mario Brothers uh, on the NES. It was. Because, I mean, obviously, because you're working with the, G with the Game Boy Color there. Um, so. Which is why one never got an Advance entry right exactly exactly that and probably at that point they were they were ready for the ds right um tony Oxford skater one plus two best best remake of all time <laughs> um i'm gonna disagree with you on that but that's not a slight against tony hawk one i think there's two. like maybe one or two tracks song, uh, songs that i miss from it but otherwise yeah, like when i say i disagree that it's the best remake of all time that is not a slight on that game in any way shape or form i mean <laughs> thinking about it what else could the game do that would make it any better, though. Like, I don't have I mean, I'm not saying any complaints. that you could do like, put, I'm put saying there the, are remakes I prefer to it. Like, the only thing I guess that that, that might be missing is the uh, music videos on the some of those billboards. There's remakes that I prefer to that Whatever. remake. Uh, I, I have it on every platform. <laughs> I uh, like it that much. That's fair. I mean, it, it, it's great. Don't I mean, I'm not saying anything negative about it. It's a great game. But I, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, like, is it 
a better remake than Dead Space or Resident Evil 4? No. Resident Evil 2? No. I haven't not. played Resident Evil 4 remake yet, so okay, I can't yeah, say. Yeah, it's, it's, but... uh, it's not better than any of those three remakes, and that's just the third three that come to mind. What if, we, what if we just compromise and say that they are on equal footing? How about we just say that it's the best skateboard remake? That's a very specific topic to... <laughs> but I'm not wrong. <sighs> technically it's correct. Great, it's, it's still a fantastic it's game. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. It's still a fantastic game. I have nothing negative to say about Tony Hawk 1 and 2. So, hey, did you know that Bayonetta came out on Switch and Wii U and they added Fox Peach Samus clothing? And that's about it. Great. Better performance, I think, than the original versions, especially the PS3 uh, trash fire that that was. Bayonetta is like the weirdest thing for me because like, it's Devil May Cry at home, but at the same time, it's like... Devil May Cry For is, the most part, done better yeah. than all the Devil May Cry games. So, in a way, Devil May Cry 1 through 4 is... Bayonetta at home, but yes. then Bayonetta is Devil May Cry 5 at home. Does that make sense? Oh, we're killing this joke again. We're just running that one right back into the ground. Right back into the ground, yep. Um, I just, I don't know. I've tried Bayonetta a couple times. I just can't get into it. Bayonetta 2, uh, if you use the Fox outfit, I think changes a auto-scroller with a jet to being an R-wing. That's pretty cool. Which I which I think was the precursor to their Star Fox Zero stuff, but let's, right, not, talk, well, let's not talk about that game. At least not today star fox zero we, we're gonna do a whole star fox episode sometime I'm at some point looking forward to it captain, um, captain toad uh was mostly the same game too they they were there's exclusive levels on the wii u because they never bought them over the switch and then the switch added new levels and dlc which i welcomed because captain, toad's, captain toad's awesome it's yeah it's super fun i never finished it but it's a really fun game um i enjoy it a platformer where you don't jump yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I, don't know, I always considered like Captain Toad more of a puzzle platformer, though. So yes, um, I like the game. It's a good time. Uh, On my shame list right now because I haven't been playing it. Chrono Trigger. That is the uh, second greatest game ever made, sir. What would be the first again? Uh, Legends of Link to the Past. Oh, okay. This is my favorite game of all time. Chrono Trigger is my second favorite. I would have to, I would have to give some thought. I'm not going to go off the cuff okay. with uh, my favorite games. Just for the record, my third favorite game. It's the only one not available on the Nintendo system. That's the Matrix game. Path of Neo? Oh. That's well, that's on GameCube, sir, first of all. No, it is not. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but anyways, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You were thinking of Enter the Matrix, which came, which is came on. my third favorite game. Enter the Matrix uh, came on two GameCube discs. I'll have you know, sir. So it wasn't And Path GameCube. of Neo was Oh, not. Enter the Matrix. Okay, sorry. Don't don't be trying Enter to the don't be don't be trying to shame me on GameCube Some, stuff and uh, when I know more than you. I forget okay? that Enter the Matrix and Path of Neo are different games. They are very much so. Yeah, I so. still I still like Enter the Matrix, but Path of Neo is much better. Yeah, sometimes I forget they're two separate games, honestly. But then again, <laughs> you know my thoughts on the Matrix. I'm not a fan. Anyways, so anyways, Chrono Trigger. <laughs> there's three ways you can play this game. You can play the SNES version, which if you said we, it was on Virtual Console. You know, this has been available, and that's the original translation. Yeah, um, you can play the 3DS version, which is a an updated translation and new content. Um, actually, there's four ways you can play the PlayStation version, which added the anime cutscenes. Yeah, or you can play the PC version, which was a train wreck at launch, but now has all of those things. It is considered the um, what's that definitive word? definitive version of the game. And I can I can attest. And on PC, it. you can try to you can mod it to put back the original translations too, if you. Yeah, want. It's, the Steam version is absolutely the best way to play this game, hundred percent. I I mean I, I did a playthrough of the Steam version last year. 
on Coffee and Grind. It's, it's amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, you don't want to talk about more, Cur- more Kirby. Superstar Ultra artistically looks a little bit different than Superstar from the Super Nintendo. Superstar Ultra was on DS. Uh, Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn, I'll be honest, I have not played 3DS. Like, this, these these two came out kind of at the end of the 3DS, which was Kirby's Extra Epic like, Yarn. Just trying to find ways to sell... And Poochie and Yoshi's Wooly World. It's just... Uh, when was the last time I also don't. Had a good game? I, I also don't have much incentive yeah, to go back to those games. was the last time it was a good Yoshi game? It's, it's been a while. Uh, was it Wooly World? Was Wooly World probably the last Wooly World was, game, uh, Yoshi Wooly game? World was fun. Uh, the, the, what, what, was the, what was the Switch one? Crafted World? Um. Yes, that game. Was I mean, ass. they're fun, but it was okay. Uh, they, oh, okay. They were, you know, they were ass fun. is too far. It was not yeah. ass. It was okay. Nothing tops New Yoshi's Island with that awful music. Okay, fair. That that brought the whole thing down. Yoshi's Yoshi's Crafted World was very mediocre. I think that's the best way to describe it. That's like participation award level uh, seal of quality kind of game. I would just go with fine. Yeah, it, it was fine. Uh, Link to the Past got a remake on Game Boy Advance. It did. It, it, and by it, remake, I mean not really a remake. It was pretty faithful to the hey, original. They, they added, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time again, again, they love to add voice clips to yeah. these Game Good Boy job, Advance Capcom. games. Plus you get the four swords added to it. Which was well, how much, awesome. of the, how much of the Link to the Past stuff was Capcom though? Like was it just the was it just four swords that Capcom with the literally the only thing they added to the GBA version was the voice act the the yeah, yeah, uh, 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 they added a dungeon they did not to, add a dungeon to to link to the past to link to yes the past they did what am I missing here I am schooling you today dang I'm being schooled on link to the past you're being schooled and you are supposed to be the the host the Nintendo bro the Nintendo bro right yeah dang. I did not know that there was an exclusive dungeon. I can't remember what? the name of it right now, but there is. The oh, the four, sword. Of the four Sword. Palace of the Four Sword. That's it. What? This is a thing. This is a thing. Now you're gonna go. Now you're gonna want to go back and play it. I, I want to play, play this version of this game. That's, when's it coming to the? When's it coming to the Game Boy app? Probably never. I mean, I did just buy a physical copy. That's too many games. But I don't have a Game Boy Advance to play it on. Oh well. Steam Deck. Steam Deck it is. Um, yeah, I didn't know this. So I guess Capcom <laughs> would have done that in addition to um, the Four Swords content, the multiplayer, which is also long gone. And then they had Four Swords Anniversary yes. on the D- 3DS. Yeah, they released it as a standalone. But it was a DSi app that you got on the 3DS. It was free, too. Yes. It was for free. Free until they delisted it. Right. Uh, Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD, Skyward Sword HD are all the definitive ways to play those games. Yes, 100%. Uh, all all make improvements to varying degrees, of course. Um, we've talked a lot about Zelda on the podcast. We have. So, we just like- uh, moving on, Luigi's Mansion 3DS is another example of they they. There's no definitive. I can't tell you which which they one's just definitive. They need to do a definitive version on the Switch. Yes, they really do. Which is still baffles me. They're they're remaking Dark Moon on the Switch, but not the first. But not the original. So you have Mansion. two and three. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, because there's, I kind of like the vibe of the original on the GameCube. I agree. And it's almost a little more uh, as spooky as a Mario game would let it be spooky compared to the sequels. I like Just a Luigi weird Mansion. vibe. I, I, the Luigi Mansion games in general, I barely touched Dark Moon, but I love the first and third one. They're great. Luigi. Um, oh, how long do you think we've been? We are so about an hour, so um, let's just let's just cut this part here where we're talking cut, about time and cut out the maybes. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, what? Uh, is there anything in maybe that you would care about? Like, mm, you can talk about your, your Hyrule Warriors. I love those Final Fantasy uh, 
Pixel Remasters. Those are fantastic. Definitive I put it, versions of those games. For listeners, I put it as Final Fantasy, whatever, Fire Emblem, whatever. Yeah, those are like, those are great versions of those games. Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Um, shame that that's never probably never going to get re-released. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you want to play the original six Final Fantasy games, Pixel Remaster is by far the best way to do that. I uh, see so you have Diablo 2 listed. I have actually not played the remaster of that game. I haven't played a single Diablo, so <laughs> I, I was just putting stuff on for completeness sake. Hyrule Warriors Defensive Edition. I, I will take you up on that offer. Um, yeah. Is it a great game? No. Is it a good game? Yeah. It's, it's mindless. Does it fit right in the timeline Fun. right before Breath of the Wild? Absolutely. Stop it. It does. Stop it. Does. it. <sighs> go on, listen, go to no. um, go to Game Theory. No. Matt Pat did a fantastic video. I'm so done with game theories. Series. No. It's perfect. Anyways, Pac-Man uh, World Repack. I have that. I th- yeah, you, see, you, you said you That's had fine. it. Did you play yeah. it? Uh, I played a good bit of it. I didn't finish it. I do want to get back to Mario and Luigi, but I need to finish the the like last two games before playing the remakes of the first uh, oh, man, one that, and three. That Mario RPG remake. So excited. So yeah, that is that was kind of the inspiration for the episode, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, totally forgot to say anything about that at the top, but yeah, super so excited the, for that. The, the inspiration is um, the super, super Mario RPG that is coming this fall. Um, and I'm going to also throw in here, this is not here yet, but um, just to follow up on something we talked about previously, Star Ocean 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Star Ocean 2. Totally forgot to put that on there. Well, leave it at that. After last episode, how could you forget about Star Ocean Two? I literally said the name because of the game repeatedly for like four minutes. Because it's a it's it's an RPG. Because you blocked and, it out. Yeah, Star Ocean Two. Uh, I put a little wish list section on here. We kind of got yeah, over some of these um, already, like some of the Zeldas. Cause yeah, like we, those we just talk because this is just secretly um, a Zelda podcast and nothing else. Yeah, well, actually, we talked about a lot of these really. Um, Mario Galaxy Two is is MIA for some reason. I don't think it's as I don't think it's as good as Galaxy One, but there's no reason it shouldn't be the there. The big standout actually on your list here of wish lists for these is uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns HD. Yeah, let's get that on Switch. That would be good. That's more, that's probably the only other than Donkey Kong. Well, you know, it's, no. it's kind of like it's kind of like a uh, Luigi's Mansion. Why why we have the sequel but not yeah. the original? Um, Donkey Kong Country Returns is the only Donkey Kong Country game I have not beat. So I'd love to see it. On it can be Switch. a little difficult. My number one on the list would be Rogue Squadron Trilogy. Yes, I know it was never officially released. Right, right. There you have the three separate games, but just just do it. Um, do it, please. A game I've always wanted to play, actually a couple of them, just got announced by Limited Run as coming to Switch as remasters. Tomba? Gex. Uh, I've never played Gex, but it was announced. It's tail time. Um, and Clock Tower. But Tomba and Clock Tower specifically... Are games that I've always been interested in checking out. Um, and they're getting Switch update, remaster, re release of some sort. Uh, you know, I heard an interesting stat on a YouTube video the other day, and actually, this is a confirmed statistic 87% of classic games are completely unavailable. Unavailable in the sense that if you wanted to play it in an official capacity. Yes. Um, game conservation needs to be something that's much more taken care of. Yeah. Problem is who's going to pay for it though. <laughs> like, that's a, like, that is let's, let's be honest. That is who's going to pay for big it. Problem. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else big, like wish list wise, I'd like to see a remaster of or a remake of on the switch. I mean, we talked about Chrono trigger remake last time, like, but that's not a real thing. We talked about it a little bit, the rumor you had in the direct. That's one of those. It's like, you can leave it alone and I'm perfectly satisfied. But, um, I would love a chilled out, 
just to chill out with some of that uh, good jazz music from Pilot Wink 64 uh, in a new HD version. What I really want is a, in the style of the Link's Awakening remake, the Oracle games. Yeah, I don't know why. That's a big I one for that me either. that I'd like to see happen. Just and also in that same vein, like more Zelda. But if they could somehow, like if they could remake Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks without touch controls, which would require a full remake. Hey, they they managed to do uh, Skyward Sword, so true. I, I, I they could do it. They could, I, I, but to completely remove the touch controls. I think that would need a full on remake. Oh yeah. Um, that would that that somehow that would require more work. Than, I always have Zelda on the mind, uh, clearly, as you can tell. Yep. Um, Me too. Final Fantasy Tactics could use a good remaster on the Switch. Okay. <laughs> I know you're just like, don't care, don't care. Sorry. It's fine. It's an RPG. I know you don't. Uh, <laughs> so ruin your wheelhouse. Hey, maybe one day I'll I'll finally love RPGs. Maybe, maybe maybe Super Mario RPG will be the one. Who knows? But um, yeah, that's. Are we ready for uh, seal of quality? I think so. I I actually brought a suggestion for seal of quality with with the suggestion of this episode. You did, and you didn't say anything uh, yes or no towards. So I guess I, it's okay. I thought I said that would be a good idea. Maybe oh I okay. Didn't, uh, maybe you thought it but didn't. Maybe that's always a possibility. We know how unorganized I am. I, I'm not much better. It's totally in my in my style of of how I do things. Uh, so you had brought up Super Mario 64 DS. DS. The curveball. DS curveball because it's the remake. Right kind of, uh, of Super Mario 64, obviously. I see I see a really cool five-year-old that's got a wave at her. Hi, Sloan! She's not going to say anything. She does her podcasting. She's a smart <laughs> kid. She gets it. Uh, originally called Super Mario 64 4x4 before it that. released. Yeah, yeah they, I think they were going to focus on something else, like more multiplayer-based. Uh, like, not so much just a remake of right. Mario 64, but, you know, things changed over development. And now we have this instead. I'll be honest with you on this version of Super Mario 64. I'm not a fan. Not a fan? No, I'm not. Guess what? Um, Me neither. This is a game that... I go back and play Mario 64 uh, every so often. It's one of those games like Half-Life yeah, 2. Yeah. Like, every so often I want to go back and yeah, play. Yeah, it's a classic. It's you got to go back and revisit Fantastic. It. But this is a version that, like, aside from making it accessible, maybe... Really, not a reason it still exists. I would even argue accessibility isn't a good reason because no. because you had the D pad uh, with a run button. Yeah, it didn't or, control well. Or you had to use the touch screen to emulate a joystick, which was also not no, ideal. No, no, no. You had the I little saw. thing that came with the DS that you strapped to your thumb that provided basically like a stylus pin, like point on your thumb to use as the joystick. And this is great for for people at home because I'm you know pantomiming all yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> you know you had to, so you'd use your thumb with this little th thing strapped onto it to uh, use it as a joystick, and and it just it didn't feel great either. And I'm not, not a fan of the concept of like oh hey Super Mario 64, but Mario's not here. We gotta play as Wario. You gotta first. you gotta get you know you Was play it Yoshi, Yoshi first. Yoshi first. Okay, because I know Yoshi and then Wario. No, uh, I think Luigi. you get Mario first. You okay. at least get Mario first. Regardless, like I don't want to play as Wario in, in Mario sixty four. I don't want. I don't want to play as Yoshi in Mario sixty four. I don't think I want to play as Yoshi in any kind of a three D environment. Like, it, it, <laughs> it, it did tweak some uh, level designs slightly. Some stars got a little easier because, let's face it, there were some that were a little rough in the there original. Were, especially uh, late uh, game, I there were some really hard stars. I didn't like. Sadly, I didn't prepare enough for the podcast because I wish I had a specific example to point out. But if you really want to know, just go play both games back to back, and uh, you know maybe stars back to back. I like the to mini find. Games. 
Oh, eh, whatever. Those things They're take okay. them leave them. The mini games are fine. It did. It, it was bumped up from 120 stars to 150. Yep, it was. Um, but because they got those stars that are kind of almost character specific. There was know? like a sunshine inspired level. Like they had a, they had whole new levels too. Let me be clear: Super Mario Sunshine should not have inspired anything in another Mario game ever. Hey, thankfully, it didn't inspire anything for uh, new new Super Mario Brothers. True. Sunshine is fine. That's the best way I can play Sunshine. It's fine. But you, but I mean, you can kind of see the connection between yeah. Mario sixty four, Mario sixty four DS, and then New Super Mario Brothers. You can, especially with the character models and how they look. I will give sixty uh, four DS credit that it uh, does make the models look a lot nicer. Right. But trade off, I think the texture work is terrible. It, is. it looks a lot less vibrant compared mm -hmm. to sixty four, and just definitely a step down. Yeah. Uh, um, if I were to rate this, like. I part of me wants to rate it on its own merit, but at the same time, it's like since it is a remake. But yeah, but we're talking about remake, so you can't. I, I <laughs> in in that sense, I'm gonna I I want to rate it compared to what I would probably rate Super Mario 64. And to me, this is like this is nowhere near as good as Mario 64. No, no, it's I mean, like it's not even close. Once in a blue moon, I might go back to this. I I, I hate the but. controls. For the controls alone, makes me want to put it as like a participation trophy. It's like a no seal. I was thinking bronze. That's that's awfully harsh. Um, bronze, I more lean toward because of the fact that at its core, it is Super Mario sixty four, and Super Mario sixty four is you know one of the best three D platformers of all time. Bart, you know. All right, let's 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 try to think of it this way. Let's say Mario sixty four DS. There was a DS app for. Switch. Okay. And it came out on this, on that uh that app. Okay. Would you go play that? Or would you just ignore it and play Mario 64 again? Would I, you ever go and play 64 DS if it was available? I would at least fashion? check it out. I would definitely at least, you know, play around with it. But I'm pretty sure I, at the end of the day, I would always go back to just playing the All-Stars, the 3D All-Stars version on the Switch or playing the N64 app version. It's like it just—it doesn't compare. Those are just such better versions. Yeah, I don't think I added that on the list. The 3D All Stars, by the way, right. but that was really just emulation with it minor was. tweaks. It, well, it uh, was. It was emulation minus some control tweaks with for Galaxy. Yeah, it's just that—that's not really. I, I didn't feel that. Now, that mind was, like, you, part I thought of the episode. Mario 64 controlled fantastically on the Switch. That's why I didn't include like but, um, I didn't. That's why I didn't include like Contra or yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Castlevania or sorry, you know, uh, Castlevania. Those are We're not talking about Castlevania. Those are a collection episode. of ports. That's yeah. what those are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plain and simple. Um, so, it would be. I mean, it would kind of be nice if they gave it a, a, a refresh a little bit for right. DS. But I'd rather just have the original. Like they didn't add, and it didn't add anything that I would miss if they would just make remake the original instead. I, th I think based on the fact that it is Mario sixty four, I, I think I have to give it a, a bronze. I can't justify putting it any higher than that. Um, if it were the original, I brought, you, I brought you up from the participation trophy, though. If it was the original Mario 64, which we have not rated on the show, it's an easy goal, no question. But I'm talking like this is toward the lower end for me of the bronze tier, like almost participation trophy level, just because I don't Mario like 64. The Mario 64, I would actually put in the lower end of the gold when you have something like Galaxy that right. exists. I mean, you and I, I think, are the only people who like Galaxy more than 64. So. Yeah, just Justin uh, has expressed his disappointment on that's that. It's okay. It's okay. That's okay. He could come on the podcast. He and, can. Yeah. Uh, talk about you know Galaxy. why we're wrong. 
64. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think bronze is where we're going to settle with Super Mario 64 DS. Yes. That's a good place for it. Patreon.com slash 13 palm trees. That's where you can go. Donate at many different levels. We have different things like outtakes, early episode releases. Uh, $10 gets you in the sticker of the month club. There's a merch um, tier where you, uh, I think it's $20, $25 a month. And once you're in there for two or three months, you get like a 13 palm tree shirt you're choosing. Um, so lots of really cool stuff you can get through the Patreon. Really nice thing about Patreon is Daniel can't use it to buy NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube TV. He also can use it to buy every copy of Steel Diver for the 3DS. Did anybody every copy, buy every copy that exists out there. Yeah. Oh, oh, there are dozens of people who like that game. I bought it. I, I played it because it. it was like five bucks at Best yeah. Buy one time. It's like why not? Fun fact that is a uh, tech demo of a DS uh, tech demo. Hmm. Um, they just made it into a full game finally on 3DS. Right. So Daniel, yeah, that's a double for you. You can't buy Steel Diver. No, no, specifically every single copy of it in existence. Okay. You know, like those weird people that buy every VHS tape yes. of, yeah, that. Okay, so Daniel, two, you can get two this episode. No hoarding. You can't get, you cannot get every single 3DS copy of Steel Diver with Patreon money, and you can't pay for your NFL Sunday ticket. Sorry. Which, to be fair, you're just going to watch the Cowboys games anyways, so it's really just a waste of money, because the Cowboys suck. He's going to hate me for that one. Packers! <laughs> Steelers! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, check out our other 13 Palm Tree shows. Um, I know D&D kind of, they did some, they did record recently. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Uh, so that's going to be making a return very soon. Uh, they're in the editing process of that. Of course, post-game content still comes out monthly. Um, Half-Life 2 for post-game content. Come to the Discord. Post-game content. Come to the Discord and help me out. Uh, but all kinds of cool products with 13 palm trees. I'm being stared at by Michael through the... <laughs> I mean, I'm now uh, being walked by Sloan again. So, Russ, tell us where we can find you on the internets. Uh, mostly on the Discord and then on Twitter, RussBus64. Uh, I do have a YouTube channel for RussBus64, but I post very infrequently there. You can find me on the Discord and not on Twitter, but I'm on Facebook. But don't have me as a friend if you don't know me personally, because that's weird. Yeah, I'm on Facebook too, but... But feel free to shoot me a message. I'll answer you. Yeah. Or if you want to... Just be nice. Know, be kind. Yeah. Rewind. Yeah. Or, or just, you know, contact me on Discord because I'll, I'll definitely answer you there. Cause. Yeah. But yeah, join our Discord. Um, link is in the episode description. We're very active there. And uh, we have a lot of fun on that channel. So with all that being said, uh, until next time, happy gaming. See you.